0: Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda.
1: Good morning. Thanks for your company. I'm Celeste Mitsu, filling in for Natasha Belling. Let's take a look at what is making headlines this Friday, the 2nd of December. Former Sydney schoolteacher Chris Dawson will be sentenced today he was found guilty in August of murdering his wife, Lynette, in 1982. Our Sydney reporter Michaela Savage has more. Chris Dawson will face court early this afternoon. The 74-year-old could get a life sentence. That's the maximum penalty for murder in New South Wales. But no matter what happens, he won't be eligible for parole unless he reveals where Lynn's body is. New South Wales passed new laws last month preventing offenders who refuse to admit to authorities the location of their victims remains from being granted parole. Lynn's family has begged Mr Dawson to cooperate, his daughter Chanel Dawson pleading with him in court earlier this month for closure and the chance to finally bring her mother to a peaceful rest. Mr Dawson has long maintained his innocence and has already lodged paperwork indicating his intention to appeal the guilty verdict. New South Wales police have been ordered to pay a former suspect in the William Tyrrell case close to one and a half million dollars. Washing machine repairman Bill Spedding has successfully sued them for damages and legal costs after he was cleared of historic child sex allegations. Speaking outside court, Mr Spedding says his reputation has been destroyed. My family life was torn apart, our grandkids were taken from us and their lives also have changed forever. No sum of money will restore the life I enjoyed
0: before this terrible nightmare.
1: To Melbourne now when a murder charge has been laid after a woman's body was found in a Northgate garage. A relative discovered the 51-year-old lying in a pool of blood on Wednesday night. A 52-year-old man known to the victim is facing court today. While well, the hunt continues for three men following a brazen broad daylight robbery in Melbourne's west, the trio armed with crowbars and dressed in hazmat suits stormed a jewellery store at Brimbank yesterday morning. They were last seen getting into a stolen white Volkswagen. To the west now, when a pregnant mother hit by a piece of concrete at a suburban Perth shopping centre is still clinging to life in hospital. Diane Miller remains critical in ICU at the Royal Perth Hospital as the homicide squad takes over the investigation. The 30-year-old is five months pregnant and also has an eight-month-old son. A 17-year-old boy is faced court charged with grievous bodily harm and breach of bail and was remanded in custody. Change of pace now when most economists are expecting one more interest rate hike before Christmas but they're divided on how much. While the RBA Governor has left his options open before Tuesday's meeting, experts are tipping another rise of 25 basis points. Such a move would lift the official cash rate to 3.1%. Changes to workplace laws and the introduction of multi-employer bargaining is set to become law by Christmas – The Senate has passed Labor's Secure Jobs Better Pay bill with the help of the Greens and independent David Pocock. The ACTU believes the legislation will empower workers to negotiate better deals and recommence bargaining arrangements. But the Liberals are against multi-employer bargaining, arguing it'll pose a risk to jobs, productivity and business. A 25-year campaign to allow the territories to legislate on voluntary assisted dying has succeeded. The Senate lifted the long-standing ban overnight, marking a win for the ACT and the Northern Territory, the chamber breaking out into applause when the bill was passed. The eyes have it. I call the clerk. <clears throat> ACT Senator Katie Gallagher says it's a major step forward for the territories. They are mature parliaments, they are held accountable by their communities, they face elections. It is more than reasonable that these parliaments be allowed to do this for themselves. Western Australia will become the next state to ban conversion therapy. The practice aims to forcibly change someone's sexual orientation or gender identity. It's already been banned in Victoria, Queensland and the ACT. There's been another development over nurses fighting for better pay in WA after their union was threatened with suspension. A reporter, Alicia McFarlane, is in Perth with the details. The nurses' union has avoided being deregistered after meeting with the Industrial Relations Commission. ANF State Secretary Jeanette Ray is remaining tight-lipped about the details of the discussion. She has revealed there are no plans for more strike action, but our nurses' campaign for better pay and patient ratios will continue. The next step is I'm going to speak to the members about where we go from here, um, and we're digging in for a long campaign while Premier Mark McGowan is eager for a deal to be reached. We just want to pay it to the nurses. So if the union agrees, we can do it tomorrow. And Netflix has released a first look at the Sussexes' doco series. Six episodes will share the other side of Harry and Meghan's love story and the challenges they faced. When the stakes were this high, doesn't it make more sense to hear our story from us? It comes out next Thursday. Now for the latest in business and finance, Effie Zahas from Canster. Effie, space for a pet more important than proximity to families for first home buyers. New report has revealed what first home buyers want from their
2: first property. Yeah, I found this interesting, Celeste, because they're actually saying, "Mum, don't want to live near you. I need more space for my pet." And I get it. It, it um, while it wasn't actually the top priority, space for a pet is ranked. Um, you know, a higher priority for most time, first most first home buyers than being close to say mum and dad. And this is some, some new findings from the Commonwealth Bank. About two in five said space for a pet was extremely important when they're buying their first place, um, compared to a, a quarter who ranked proximity to their family as extremely important. Now, of course, on the top there, the top ranked non-negotiable thing that they're looking for was property price. 69% said it was extremely important that they buy within their budget and rightly so with all these rate hikes. And then location came in second and, of course, then the type of property, a house or a unit. Now, look, 1st home buyers may be pleased to have learned that the home values across the country fell a further 1% in November, um, with the median price now sitting at around 714000 according to CoreLogic data. But look, if they're looking for more bargains and, and more price drops, they may be disappointed. CoreLogic says that, that the pace of decline has certainly slowed, and that's come down to low stock levels. And it's interesting, buyers are still pushing ahead with purchasing despite these rate hikes. Now, whether property prices continue to fall or recover really does come down to what the RBA does next. And we know they're meeting next week and the chances of a 0.25 hike are certainly still on the cards because even though inflation came in a little bit softer, it's still way above where the RBA wants it. Um, worth noting that unit values have held up better than houses. They're only down about 0.6 as opposed to 1.2. And that's really because of affordability, So less Unit prices, obviously, a little bit cheaper, of course, than houses. So people are moving there.
1: Let's hope it's not a hefty rate hike. Thanks, Effie. Thank you. <laughs> Time for Sport Now with Josh Conway. States across the country are getting in on World Cup fever this weekend after the Socceroos booked their place in the knockout stage.
0: Yep, we're still buzzing from yesterday's historic triumph against Denmark that booked our place in the World Cup round of 16. And live sites are going to pop up around the country when we face Lionel Messi's Argentina on Sunday morning. Darling Harbour is set to host Sydney site after Melbourne's Federation Square Witnessed some absolutely crazy scenes yesterday. Brisbane, Adelaide and Perth are also all getting in on the act. And former socceroo Craig Foster has told Nine the occasion does deserve it. All the premiers, chief ministers of the territories, get the life sites happening. We mm. should have people on the streets. This is an historic moment. Just on the soccer in World Cup action this morning, World Number 2 Belgium has been bundled out of the tournament. Definitely the highest profile team to be eliminated so far after a nil 0 draw with Croatia. Put them third in Group F. Morocco also topped that group after victory this morning. European powerhouses Spain and Germany are also in action later today.
1: And Australia is in complete control of the first test against the West Indies. Yeah, they are, Celeste.
0: We chalked up nearly 600 against the Windies yesterday after double centuries from Run Machine, Steve Smith and Marnus Labashain. Put the Aussies in a dominant position heading into day three today. Quick single on the offside. 200 comes up for Steve Smith. Smith chalked up test century number 29 while Labashane's extraordinary form on home soil continued. And I must say, this guy has an incredible hunger for runs. He's even still not happy. After a double time. You still walk off after 200, still absolutely devastated that you're out. But obviously, very happy to contribute a big score to, it, to getting us in this position. The West Indies did get through to stumps unscathed and will resume at none for 74. Still 524 runs in arrears. And you can catch every ball on the listener app as well. And just as some AFL, the league is reportedly planning a pre-season exhibition between an Indigenous All-Star side and a world team featuring multicultural players. Buddy Franklin has been earmarked to lead the Indigenous side, with February looming as a potential time slot. That would be something pretty cool. And Cameron Smith has work to do. If he wants to get another golf title on home soil, he is six shots off the pace after the opening round of the Australian Open in
1: Melbourne. And that is what he's making news in the sporting world. Thanks, Josh. It appears Qantas has done a total 180 after coming under fire for not having vegetarian meals, then bringing them in. It's believed the Flying Kangaroo is now no longer offering meat options on an increasing number of flights. That's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 7am every weekday morning. And you can also find the latest episode and a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Celeste Mitsu. Thanks for your company. Have a great day, stay safe, and enjoy the weekend.
2: Listener.